as an EOD tech, I can only take that as the most cryptic thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me turn off my ringer. You're all right. I don't know who's trying to call me. You're quite all right. All right. All right. Ringer's off. Want to run this bitch for like an hour? Can you do that? Uh, yeah, 45 an hour or something like that. I can do less, dude. We can do 30, 45. I don't give a fuck. Whatever works best for you, man. Yeah. Let, let's shoot for let's shoot for forty five. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you can't say anything about where you are, though, right? Um, no. And this is more. This is like my civilian, my new civilian job stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm in like a lab with there's hundreds of million dollars worth of weird. Ex Jeez. I, I'm in a um. Like a SEM lab in the middle of central Ohio. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a bunch of electron, there's like 20 electron microscopes in this building. Jesus. Can you, can you speak on that at all? Can you speak on like what your new job is or is that? No, I'm trying to stay away <laughs> okay, from that. Okay, 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 okay. We'll, we'll completely, we'll, uh, we'll tack card the other direction. What was so the, they calculated the the explosive power of the Beirut explosion? That's what you texted me last week, right? Yeah. So I think the original estimates that were came out were like two kilotons, two thousand uh -huh. tons, if I remember right. Uh huh. But the better calculation was more like six hundred tons, which is about a quarter of what the original estimate was. Okay. Which probably makes sense yeah um and that's all tnt equivalent um so when you start dealing with like bulk explosives especially like ammonium nitrate stuff it's really slow burning well you know relatively speaking and you know 600 600 uh 600 tons is pretty that makes sense and and it also really makes sense that the estimates at the beginning were so far above what everybody thought why is that uh, or, i'm sorry that the estimates about that the estimates at the beginning were so far above what they ended up being being explosives always tend to be like that okay. everyone always assumes that something's way bigger than it really was and they probably calculated they probably had a shipping manifest that told them how much ammonium nitrate was in that boat they confiscated mm -hmm. and they probably just did a straight mathematical in the best case scenario what would that ammonium nitrate be yeah and that you know that had been sitting there for years yeah it's, there's no way it's the best case scenario yeah is uh, yeah, not a chance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's still insane, though. 600 tons TNT equivalents. Oh, yeah. But, you know, at this point, we're just, you know, comparing 600 to 2,000, you know. Yeah. That's a major overestimate in the beginning. Yeah. But it's also, like I said, not surprising. Well, then you got the inverse with... Uh... Castle Bravo, where they thought it was going to be like 10 megatons and it was 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's when we had no idea what the hell was going on or what we were doing. Just set it off. Just fuck it. Yeah. Let's see what happens.
Yeah. And, you know, and that is outside the world of conventional explosives. Yeah. 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 That's a a different, that's a different realm. That's, that is the power of the gods. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's taking a whole different kind, like, it, you stop it, you get away from chemical formulas and move into, you know, calculus. Yeah. Um, like weird, you know, physics. Yeah. But. Yeah. When you move yeah. from, yeah, when you move from the balanced chemical equation of this molecule with this subscript, and instead it turns into this weird, like, this weird, like, uh, like potential calculation of, like, flow states and, and reaction chains. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a, like a dark magic. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. Oh, yeah, whole different world. Yeah. So, can you explain the rules? He sent to me. He said the four rules of being an EOD. Oh yeah, I was super drunk the other night. Um, oh yeah, dude, I, so... I had I didn't sleep well. That I didn't sleep well the <laughs> night before. So you were texting me, and I was like trying to stay awake, and I was like save it for podcast. So I'm about to yeah. pass the fuck out. No, no, no. I totally know what you're talking about. Though. So yeah, three no three rules of being an EOD tech. Okay. Rule number one: always look cool. Yes, naturally. And, you know, that one, take it as it is. Rule number two, always be the smartest guy in the room. And that means be smarter than the bomb maker that you're dealing with his bomb or be smarter than the colonel that you've got a brief afterwards because you just, you know, threw frag at a Humvee and have to explain why that shit happened. Yeah. And rule number three, if in doubt of rule number two, fall back on rule number one. And that's all there is to it. Just kind of look like a badass. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. But the biggest thing is, like, you don't want to have to answer. The, the cooler you look, the less questions you have to answer, like, why did you do that? Why did you do this? Okay. So you just you go know? in looking like a fucking animal. You just go in looking yeah. like a Chad. Yeah. People are like, he's it's, got it's, it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's, yeah, it's like the, uh, it's like the Instagram, right? It's like the, the influencer thoughts. Doesn't matter what you're selling. Just be the sexiest fucking girl anyone's ever seen. And you can sell toothpaste. You can sell fucking monkey wrenches. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just fall back on that. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Get this new get this new Oral-B toothbrush. Just fucking hottest girl in the world. Like, all right, if, I got it. You don't need to push it. You don't need to know your lines. It's fine. Yeah. It's like if you just came off a four-day mission and you haven't shaved and your hair is super long and you're trying to go to the marine defect where they have good food if you walk in all slow dragging your feet some idiot sergeant major is going to stop you and be like hey man hey man why haven't you shaved man or if you just kick in the door walk in like you've got a purpose get your food sit down like a fucking adult and eat. Nobody's gonna say shit to you. No one's gonna say a fucking word to you. It's exact. Yeah. It's like Black Hawk Down. It's like when the Rangers they would give their stories about Delta coming in, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's always there's always some sergeant major that's gonna say something. Yeah. But you know, it's all about like 
having having a purpose, having a place to go, knowing what you're doing, not hesitating, you know, and that rolls into, um, you know, and that rolls into the, the same time, like, you know, always look cool. It means like, don't hesitate. Like yeah. if you start worrying about, you got to be able to take the thousand variables in the task at hand and break it down to the one, two things that are important, make a decision and carry it out. Yeah. Not, all right, here's what I'm going to do. And then you get ready to do it and you're like, but wait, maybe I should do this or maybe I should do that. Yeah. That's when you make a stupid fucking mistake. Yeah. It's like what David Goggins says about like clearing rooms. You know, he was a Navy SEAL. I think. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know what he. I know who he is, but yeah. I don't know what he said. Like, yeah. is it? It's probably something about hesitation. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, with clearing rooms, that's that's kind of the. Uh, well, yeah. And that's his like lesson for like life. He's like, look, if there's someone standing behind that door with like a minigun mounted in the living room, like you're dying regardless. So kick in the fucking door, and at least because you're going in. If you've made the decision that you're going in, all right. Yeah. Then go in like a fucking hero. Because you can either go yeah. in and flinch and get torn up, or you can go in like a fucking alpha, clearing the room and get torn up. You're going in regardless, so go out as a fucking hero. But he's like, that goes for life. If you're going to go ask for a job or apply for a job, make the decision if you're going to do it. And once you decide you are, do it like you're the best thing that's ever walked into those doors. Walk through those doors, right? Exactly. It's the same, same idea. Just, same idea. Just doesn't matter. Just blind confidence. Fuck it. Just go in, and yeah, I mean, just go out like a G. Yeah, exactly. Is that? I mean, if you start hesitating, you're gonna make the decision. You're gonna make the mistake regardless. Yeah. It's better to just, like, go. Yeah, like, at least if you're gonna make the mistake, you know, go out like a man. Yeah, yeah. Is um, is the hurt lockers accurate? Or Hurt Locker? Is that accurate? Or is that a little jazzed um, up, a little so Hollywood? My big takeaway is on that movie. My big takeaway on that movie, the whole like scene where he takes off in the hoodie, you could throw that away. Okay. Anything that happens while he's wearing a hoodie is bullshit. Okay. Um. You know, like the daisy chained ID that we're all on top of each other at the beginning that he pulls up with one hand was stupid. Yeah. Because you're going to build a similar thing, but it's going to be stretched out along a road where you have one like every 20, 30 meters to try to blow up a bunch of trucks, not like a bundle of projectiles in a star pattern. Yeah. That was yeah. silly. Um, you know, car bomb. Like at the end of the day, a car bomb, like the, the car bomb that was there, you evacuate the area and like uh, we were doing boot banger. So Sydney Alford invented this explosive charge called the boot banger. Um, but you really just do your own by taking a couple blocks of C4 and strapping them to the underside of a five gallon jerry can full of water. And then you slide that shit under the vehicle. Okay. And you blow that up and it shoots the water up through the trunk and uh, takes anything that was in the trunk and throws it out. So just like a, a water jet? So we always kept, we, one, you always had five gallon jerry cans. 
So what's that? I said, so it's just like a water jet. It just kind of just slices yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's usually no reason to go hands-on with a car bomb unless it's like in the middle of a school that you can to like. Yeah. Car bombs are such a pain in the ass. It's 99% of the time you're going to use some kind of water charge to disrupt it and yeah, forget all that. <laughs> yeah. Too much of a pain in the ass. Such just a casual car bombs are such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um What other see. takeaways? What else? Yeah. The other way bullshit, like um like other than a few little things, um random officers geeking out over us that was always always happened and was always just hilarious okay um, um i want to shake your hand i want to shake your yeah. hand 973 wow uh, like eod techs hate it in general but there's probably good more good about it than bad sure um it brought a lot of people to our community. It was like a great, you know, great recruiting tool. Yeah. Like you can't, like you can't deny that. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it, there are worse problems to have, right? It's yeah. like, it's like there, there, there are worse problems to have, right? It's exactly. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure fucking Black Hawk Down got more people trying out. Well, I guess when you have to be asked to try out for Delta. But you know, like Top Gun. Oh no, you don't. That's not a thing. All right, well, I'm, lying. I'm fake news. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, well, end the podcast. It's over. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, no. That's it. That's it. Episode two or three. It's over. No, podcast they do. Um, they have uh, selection. There's like a soft recruiter that goes around and does like pretty much every base has an annual briefing where you can try to go to assessment out in West Virginia. Okay. Um, Quantico. Any EOD tech can assess. Um, and, but yeah, like you don't have to be Delta. You don't have to be Ranger. You don't have to be special forces first. Um, you just have to go to assessment. Now your chances of getting through selection, if you don't have that experience is, is probably crap, unless you're some mythical, you know, Captain America truck driver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's no, there. Yeah, Delta's not invite only. Like, yeah, it's just it's a selection, just like Green Beret selection. Sure. Um, it's just way less often, and it's like out in West Virginia somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, and then yeah, it's the other thing. Yeah, about the like the Daisy Chain, the the thing that he picks up. The that's also like he just was like well, he one handed like forty five hundred pounds. I mean, each one was like, each projectile is like, let's let's call them a hundred pounds. Okay, well again, I'm fake news. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. But still, but yeah, still, so still one hand and like eight hundred pounds dragging across the ground. That's still silly. But that's because <laughs> they were all plastic. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a great scene. It's a great it's a great cinematography, yeah. right? He pulls yeah. it. It's a great scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there were a bunch. Maybe they were hollow ones, and okay. we used to find all the goddamn time. Yeah, um, and they they were light. Who knows? But like, 
the fake stuff that bothered me was like, oh, they go out and respond by themselves that it's a single vehicle. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to be allowed off base as a single vehicle. Yeah. You're going to have a convoy of three or four. Yeah, he's going out like a sheriff. Which kind of gets rid of, like, a whole bunch of the getting, like, by themselves yeah. with those SAS guys or whatever they were shooting sniper rifles. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, that wouldn't have happened because they would have had 50 other army dudes all with, like, Maduses mounted in turrets. And they would have just aimed Maduses at that building and just drop brought it. it to the ground. Just fucking yeah, turn it into powder. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, yeah. it's a yeah. It's like a romantic uh, sheriff type thing, right? The big iron on his hip. He like just shows up in a truck by himself. It's like all right, I'm gonna take out this bomb again. Good for movie making, but yeah. So you brought it up last time, and. I mean, if, if, if my podcast isn't on NSA or ATF watch list, there's no way it's not now because we talked about literally building bombs last time. So, I mean, yeah, yeah everyone that comes on this podcast, welcome. You, you are on you are on the list. I hope I'm, I hope we have our own server. I hope we have a TPC server somewhere in, yeah. in the NSA. Yeah, you, sure. you talked about how you were surprised at how violent everything is in 2020, that there have not been more homemade explosives. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, like that's still, even more so now, right? It's only ratcheted still, it up since we last talked. It's only gotten crazier. Yeah, it's, yeah, only, only gotten crazier. Only got, yeah. Like, I don't, like, don't even know how to describe it. It's completely ridiculous, um, you know? And, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe what's going on right now. Like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to go into any politics of it. I'm just looking at the pure like volatility of the situation and the civil unrest. Oh yeah, it, it's and, odd. Yeah, it's odd that there's not. I mean, it, and it's ratcheting up, right? It's going to. It's you know they've they've Molotoved some cops last week. That was like a first. Not a van, like an actual. They threw it at cops. Why isn't there more explosion? Why aren't there more? Yeah, IEDs, ambushes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying I want this. I'm just. From an objective yeah. viewpoint, it seems like there would be more. Why not? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of planning involved. Yeah. You know, there's. I think it's a big step between filling a liquor bottle with gasoline and building a more planned out bomb with a trigger and things. And also, the people that do the bombs end up getting caught because more investigation goes into it. And, you know, that's just the way it's it's gonna be. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to like, yeah, like that stuff is going, going to get caught. Yeah, yeah. Too many red flags, too many moving pieces yeah now it's, can you can you talk about your time at all in the uh what you did with the secret service yeah that's one of the nice things about secret service work is it's all like um, um it's all like it's secret that you're gonna go do it 
but once you've done it there's not a lot you're not supposed that you can't yeah. really that you really can't say yeah um like there's there's no like they don't come out and say you can't like it would i think they leave it open so that we don't talk about it you know but like they don't like draw a line okay but it's you know it's can you explain that a little more like i can absolutely say that i worked you know i went to china for a week when biden went there for a day really yeah that's fucking badass yeah i mean that was a that was an easy one um because i went there you know basically you know did did me stuff did you know stuff related to what i do yeah um you know but i had to get there a few days before he did mm -hmm. so that you know because they couldn't afford to not have us there when he got there yeah so it just meant i got a bunch of free days in beijing just hanging out fucking chilling um you know because my plane my flights did get there on time yeah um but you know, from there, it's, yeah, I don't know, like from there, you know, I did uh, 10 days in Martha's Vineyard with the Biden or the Obamas. That's so cool. Um, more speeches and little things that yeah. I can count. Yeah. Um, you know, but I wouldn't get into like a bunch of like the security procedures yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. were put into place. Yeah um you know okay well that's what i was gonna uh, ask you but okay yeah <laughs> but most of the time it's like it's me manning like a vehicle checkpoint and with it with a like paired up with a secret service dog handler yeah yeah and just kind of you know waiting for you know something to come up yeah um yeah. Now, when you said that they leave it open so you don't talk about it, does that mean, like, by not, you know, signing your life away to secrecy, it's almost less sexy, so you're probably not going to spill the beans? It's like once you're 21, you, you don't really drink as much as when you're 18, because you're like, eh, eh. A, a little bit, yeah. Loosely. And then, like, we always... So, like, me and the other EOD guys I traveled with, one thing we always did was cover stories. Like, that's a thing in EOD. Like, really? Especially with all the Secret Service missions, we always come, but it's all, we come up with them ourselves. <laughs> and it's mostly a thing to do with the bar. Yeah. Um, so, I did 10, I did a month at Trump Tower with another guy Holy and a shit. bunch of other people. There's always a bunch of bomb guys at Trump Tower. Holy shit. Um, and,. Like we had a bar we picked out that we were going to one night a week or so, and by the by this by like halfway through the bartenders knew us, and we had a cover story that we were consultants in the security field, you know, because we want something that's kind of like believable, yeah, and fits like our personalities sure. and the way we dress, sure. And like we had this whole story about why we we're in town, and one night secret service guy in uniform like a uniform secret service guy comes walking in with his dog 
walks right up to us and he's like the hands on back how's it going man what's going on you guys having fun and, and the bartender's like oh how do you know these guys and he's like oh they're the bomb guys they're working with me over at trump tower jesus <laughs> we're both like dude they had a cover story here oh yeah he's these you know are the bomb guys we're looking for the bomb on the corner of like what bomb like uh <laughs> yeah jesus exactly <laughs> and it's like it walks in with the what dog was the point of that man now was that Why guy just a fucking moron that to us was that guy just a fucking moron or did he just did it not matter that much he just didn't care <laughs> He just literally didn't care. He was unconcerned. I was uh, I was in yeah. Ma- Manhattan. Like, Sorry, you just broke up. We good? You cut out there for a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, I was in okay. Manhattan. You cut for, out there. I missed what you asked. Yeah, no, I said I was in Manhattan for a couple days, and uh, I- and uh, I was near Trump Tower, and I saw they had all the um. They had all the dump trucks lined up around it, full of like concrete. Was that for like a car ramming it potentially? But yeah, I only got like one out of every other word. It's saying your bandwidth is low. Motherfucker. Um. Let's see. Can you hear me? Are we good now? Any better? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. It always does this in the evening. I swear to God, it has the, the internet has an attitude, it has a personality. It gets really bitchy after four. Um, but yeah, I was in Manhattan, and I think in twenty seventeen, like early twenty seventeen, and yeah, I remember going by Trump Tower, and there are all these dump yeah. trucks full of like concrete around the perimeter. Is that for like car bombs? Oh, I. What year did they? Because I know they had the tr- the the dump trucks, but they got rid of them now. Yeah. I don't know when they when they got them and they got rid of them, but yeah, that's all car bomb stuff. Yeah, I think that was when he was president elect. I think that's when I was there. It was like December twenty sixteen, January twenty seventeen. So he was president elect. Okay. Yeah, I think they have those when he's there. When I was there, it was like just the kids and the wife. Mm-hmm. There's like different levels of security sure, depending sure. on, like if he's there. And when I was there, it was like the kids were there every day, so they couldn't just like keep those up permanently. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's New York's a weird one because it's so there's so many just an infinite number of nooks and crannies. Like right there's. I mean, who's to say you just don't dump a bunch of C4 on one of the subways, right? Yeah, yeah, but they kind of know, like, what's under Trump Tower. They know what's next to it. Yeah. Um, And they've had it for long enough that it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's just got to be a headache and a fucking half, defending the president in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. Jesus Christ almighty. (laughs) It's like... It's like a final exam question. In the hypothetical scenario, the president's in Manhattan, right? It's, but yeah. We, we did, so, do you remember when that guy like tried to scale the side of Trump Tower and he had like suction cups? Uh, 
I'm losing you again. Scaled okay. the side of Trump Tower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he scaled the side of Trump Tower. I don't Tower. think I saw anything about that. That was, I mean, that that was way back. That was 2016, 2017. But he, he got up, like, a couple floors just, like, with, like, suction cups. He looked like a fucking Inspector Gadget character. And he was going up the sides, and then they, like, broke the well, windows and pulled him in. And, well, like, the funny thing... The funny thing is there is a public access... Um, like, anybody can walk in to the main front of Trump Tower yeah. and up to the fifth floor. Yeah. The first five floors are public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big atrium. Yeah, so you can go, and then on the fifth floor, there's, like, an outdoor patio. Um, so, like, anybody can go out there. And if you've got... I can totally see, like, some suction cup stuff getting through security. Yeah. Just because, like... The Secret Service guys at the front, I don't know what they're going to say to some suction cups. Yeah, a plumber? Yeah, what is... Or is it... Yeah, is he just replacing windows, right? It's like, what do you... Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's a skyscraper made of glass. They're probably going to be replacing windows from time to time, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, is there... I don't know how to word this. For something like a static fixed presidential location like the white house right where it's not trump is president he's there and then when he's not there the security is not going to be there or relatively but like a fixed like presidential like that that is you know that is olympus are there yeah. are there like chemical bomb sniffers that you just would start play i've always wondered what the security is in dc itself when it's been there for hundreds of years I feel like you've, they've got to start kind of implementing security things like within the city, like streetlights, detectors. Like, do you think that, or is that, am I just going tinfoil hat more? On? I've, I've heard all kinds of stories, uh, particularly like radiation detectors yeah. all over the city. Yeah. Um, but I've never actually seen it. And I've done work in the city. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't speak to it beyond what, like, you know, what just random stuff I've read and, yeah. and like, trying to combine it with what probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I f yeah, because I feel like if you've been there for that long, they're going to slowly start. Because, again, Trump Tower, you're only defending it for X number of years versus yeah. the White House. It's like, I mean, Jesus, it was, I mean, Truman had to renovate it because it was so old, like fucking Truman. So it's like, yeah. You got to start. You're there for so long. It's like, why don't we start kind of going on the offensive, if you will, right? Putting things in the city. It's, you know, I'm sure yeah. there's SAM sites. There's probably fucking Sea Whiz, uh, the fucking machine guns everywhere, right? Doesn't it seem like that'd be the case? Oh, yeah. And it, and that's the thing is to think about is it's got to already be the case. Like, so there's like the buses that are like the there's these little trains under DC mm -hmm. under the mall mm -hmm. to get them from the from their office buildings to the cap to the Capitol building. Yeah. And that's been there forever. Yeah. Yeah. So and they've built on since then. And yeah. that was just something they were like, oh yeah, it's too dangerous to have all these you know elected leaders walking from yeah building to walking building. across yeah. the mall. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, and that's something small they've done forever ago. They had to have added, you know, other stuff. 
Like, yeah. But I think the only way you're going to find out is if you put a bunch of radiation sources in a vehicle and drive around until somebody stops you. Tune in for episode 204 because I'm heading to yeah. D.C. <laughs> Got a right? trash can like, full of plutonium. <laughs> you know, I think that's the only way you're going to find out, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, hey, I'm, I'm reading between the lines. You're telling me to go bomb D.C. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, right? Have you ever heard of uh the duck, the D U C C, the Deep Underground Command Center? Uh it was proposed, I believe, under the Kennedy no, yes, under the Kennedy administration. Um, I I haven't read about it, but it sounds like a lot of the other like random weird things like that yeah. that you know there's all the big stuff at Cheyenne Mountain. Nora. That, you yeah. know, all the Stargates, like from the Stargate movie. Yeah. Like, you know, the there's a reason why the Northcom commander's there. There's giant command centers all over the place. Yeah. Raven that, Rock, Mount Weather. Yeah. Could replicate, like, we're already capable of basically. Um, like replicating what is at the White House, wherever the president goes. Yeah. Like when the president goes on vacation, they're setting up basically the same thing. Yeah. You froze on me. Sorry. Am I still here? Will? Yeah. We good? Uh, I can hear you. I can't see you. Fuck. Well, I, your I'm, your video's coming through just fine, so. Oh, all right. You, you came back. Okay. Okay. Well, I think uh, it's your your upload pipe. It's, it's definitely, dude. My internet fucking sucks. It's not even a question of whose is it. It's my internet. I'm. It's yeah. But yeah. Anyway, man. Let's let's carry this on next time. Internet's kind of slowing us down, and uh, I got you. My my audio here is not great. I got you, man. Uh, I, I I apologize. It's uh. No. Yeah. It's good. But anyway, this this week turned it into crazy because I ended up No worries. I ended up uh, being able to move all my jobs for next week for this week. There's so no worries. I might uh I might uh hit you up on Monday. Maybe we'll find something in the next in next week Absolutely. or the week after. We'll we'll catch this up and do a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry for sorry everybody. Internet sucks. That might be the NSA fucking with us cuz they don't like us talking <laughs> They don't like us talking about radiation, yeah. but you heard it your, here your, first. Your internet's slowing down because we're getting the FBI servers. Bastards. All right, my man. Well, hey, I'll text you, and we'll set something up next week, all right? Or the week after. All right. Sounds, all right, dog. Sounds good. Peace. Bye-bye. Right,